0: I'm Megan Skidmore and this is Beyond the Shadow of Doubt. I am a woman, daughter, sister, spouse, mother, life coach, and person of faith on a mission to normalize asking questions and allowing doubts, not only in a faith journey, but in all aspects of life. Join me in bringing this traditionally taboo topic out of the shadows of shame and into the sunlight. I'm a firm believer that we normalize through more talking Having more discussion. When we're more authentic about our journey, we are more powerful because shame has no power in the face of authenticity. Hey everyone, I so appreciate you being here with me today on the Beyond the Shadow of Doubt podcast. Since starting my journey as a life coach over three years ago, I committed to myself to show up authentically. Part of being authentic is allowing yourself to be and feel vulnerable. To do this, I've made a conscious effort to allow more vulnerability in my life, in what I do and what I say. I personally believe there's too much at stake when we hide our true selves. So let's dive in, starting with a passage from Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. This is on page 34, and she's debunking the vulnerability myth. She says, if we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. I know this is hard to believe when we've spent our lives thinking that vulnerability and weakness are synonyms, but it's true. She goes on, I define vulnerability as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. She continues to put our art, our writing, our photography, our ideas, out into the world with no assurance of acceptance or appreciation. That's vulnerability. To let ourselves sink into the joyful moments of our lives, even though the world tells us Not to be too happy lest we invite disaster, that's an intense form of vulnerability. The profound danger is that we start to think of feeling as a weakness. Start over there. The profound danger is that we start to think of feeling as a weakness. We're losing our tolerance for emotion and hence for vulnerability it starts to make sense that we dismiss vulnerability as weakness only when we realize that we've confused feeling with failing and emotions with liabilities. If we want to reclaim the essential emotional part of our lives and reignite our passion and purpose, we have to learn how to own and engage with our vulnerability and how to feel the emotions that come with it. End quote. End of that passage. So, how do we do it? How do we be vulnerable? First, as Brene suggested, we have to let go of control. We have to be willing to feel whatever feeling or emotion that comes up in order to be vulnerable. That's the emotional exposure part. This takes awareness takes effort putting it into practice and practicing some more. Sometimes you'll win and sometimes you'll learn. And this is where having a life coach can help immensely. When is the last time you asked yourself, who are you? And I mean really, who are you? In my case, I'm a spouse Mama of two great kids, one of whom identifies as LGBTQ, a sister, aunt, daughter, believer, follower of Christ, connected to the divine, advisor, life coach, creator, mentor, bridge builder, trailblazer, baker, cooker, gardener, reader, self starter, movement maker, and so on. What does your list say? It will be different than mine, of course. God created nature, diversity, variety, and so on, and I believe it was very much on purpose. Why is this discussion important? It's important to know who we are as part of allowing vulnerability. If we are trying to fit a mold prescribed by someone else, we are not going to show up as our true and authentic selves. Versus if we know who we are and how we define ourselves, then it is much more likely will show up as that authentic self. When it comes to a faith journey, if we aren't willing to be vulnerable, we will keep our questions, our concerns, our doubts, etc., that we have to ourselves, locked up, kind of like secrets. And you know, we all keep secrets. Keeping secrets can be good for our mental health, or in some cases, it can be poor for, or even detrimental to our mental health. Keeping a secret can be like carrying a burden. It can feel heavy or perhaps scary at the prospect of it getting out. And why is that? Uncertainty. The uncertainty of how the secret will be received or responded to. How you react or respond to another when they share something personal, such as their hopes and their dreams, Perhaps their questions or their doubts or even their identity can either make or break trust. An open, loving, inquisitive, and curious response contributes to creating safer spaces and potentially growing deeper trust. And what is the definition of trust? I define trust as that I can be me and I can be me in your presence. And isn't that what all humans long for to be accepted, seen, valued, loved, and needed without reservation, without conditions, without stipulations, which brings us full circle back to the question I asked earlier. When was the last time you asked, who am I? How do you find you and fill in the blank with your name? You will struggle with vulnerability if you cannot let go of control and allow emotions and if you don't know who you are. Why should this be on your radar? Because as I mentioned earlier from Brene's quote, vulnerability is the path to greater clarity in our purpose and deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives. If you cannot or do not allow vulnerability, then you will be less likely to ask questions and acknowledge that you have doubts, both to yourself and with others. And this is inevitably what impedes growth. I'll wrap up with another quote from Brene. She says, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity, end quote. If you want to show up more authentically and vulnerably yet don't know where to start, I can help. This is what I do. It is my superpower. It's free to reach out for the first time and I promise it's painless, at least the physical kind, no blood. Just shoot me an email to hello at meganskidmorecoaching.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. Come join me in Hopeful Spaces, a Dallas Hope Charities component of Hopeful Discussions, which is sponsored by Mercedes-Benz Financial Services USA. Hopeful Spaces is a monthly parent, caregiver, and ally support group facilitated by Megan Skidmore Coaching. To join is free. Simply send an email to chc at dallashopecharities.org. Visit meganskidmorecoaching.com where you can find this podcast, as well as additional free resources. Check the podcast show notes on any platform for links to sources cited. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram for more and to send me a DM. To help the podcast grow, please follow, rate, and review, as well as share it with a friend. Beyond the Shadow of Doubt is a proud member of the Dialogue Podcast Network, which is a part of the Dialogue Journal found at dialoguejournal.com forward slash podcast network. Founder Eugene England was a Mormon writer, teacher, and scholar who wrote, My faith encourages my curiosity and awe. It thrusts me out into relationship with all creation and encourages me to enter into dialogue. My hope is that this podcast is an extension of that vision. Thanks for being here. Until next time.